Here's a headline. FBI raids the home of pro-life activists and demands others turn themselves in. Maybe you're thinking this is that one I already talked about on the show, Mark Houck. No, no, no. There's a new one. His name's Chet Gallagher. He went to a uh, building where they had uh, abortion clinics. What did he do there? He prayed and sang worship songs and told women they had options. That's what he did. The FBI just sent 20 more agents to his house. Now, that would surprise people who don't listen to the show. But if you do listen to the show, you very much remember what I said back on September 26th after they raided the first guy. This is going to start happening more and more. Understand that there's not some pendulum swing happening here. Oh, they've taken it too far. I hear people comfort themselves with this all the time. They've taken it too far. It's going to swing back the other way. That's not how corrupt late stage republics operate. It's not a pendulum system where it's going too far this way and it's going to go right back that way. That's not how it goes. It gets worse and worse and worse and worse from here. Told you. What you're seeing is not some pendulum swing that's going to change based on midterm elections or 2024. What you're seeing is a slow, steady effort by the communists to take that power that they have acquired for themselves, taking over everything and clinching it around your neck. Don't think that could happen? Okay. Go look up St. Louis COVID leak. That should probably be enough. Go do an internet search for St. Louis COVID leak. They uh, asked for tips on people who were violating COVID rules And eventually they leaked the list of people who reported it was neighbor ratting on neighbor, co-worker ratting on co-worker. You must understand in a corrupt, rotted system, when the government gets aggressive and violent and scary and it's corrupt and rotted, people will line up to inform on whoever the enemies of the state are, which if that's Osama bin Laden, that ain't so bad. It gets a lot worse when it turns out to be you and me. That's what's happening right now. Kelly show another hour of the Jesse Kelly show on a Thursday gosh I feel like I have killed it so far on the show Chris I have don't shake your head I have I feel I can feel it sometimes <laughs> and so <laughs> before I get to the Hunter Biden stuff uh, today my in-laws are in town and today before I came into the studio and started the the hard grind of doing radio and TV before I, no, I, we took them out to lunch before, uh, the wife and I took her in-laws out to lunch. And, uh, as I'm leaving, I'm getting up to leave cause I had some meetings. You know, I'm a very important celebrity. I had some meetings before my father-in-law looks to me and says, have a great show. And I said, I will. <laughs> my wife, my wife, my wife just bends over and just puts her head in her hands on the table. I, I 
I thought it was funny. All right. It was a joke. I thought it was funny. And then she rejected me when I reached my hand across the table and told her everything would be okay. <laughs> All right. Now, we have a bunch to unpack. Some good, not bad. Let's unpack it together. I know you've already seen the news of the day. I'm not going to act like I'm breaking this to you about Hunter Biden. Just hang with me here. Hunter Biden, because he is a grease fire of a human being, and because his father has hooked him up with endless overseas business deals, even though he has no skills whatsoever outside of, I don't know, hookers. But he's made a bunch of money. And he doesn't pay his taxes. For some reason, these rich people, the, the rich dirt balls, you'd think they'd be better about making sure every T is crossed and every I is dotted. I will tell you, I overpay in taxes. We make sure I overpay in taxes. Because I'm perfectly aware of how much the government hates my guts, especially the IRS and things like that. I can't leave any doubt of what I've done. I make sure I am paid up and good to go. Hunter Biden, career criminal, just thought he was going to stiff the government out of a million dollars. Now, he's in trouble for that. He's in trouble because he lied on a gun form. I'm not going to nerd out the details. You'll know if you've ever purchased a gun. You have to fill out a form. If you lie on one of those, that is a felony. And this is not one of those crimes where I'm not sure if he did it or didn't it. You have the paper. All right. You have the, he did it. He's guilty of a felony. He is. And so people are celebrating today. They're celebrating, but I want you to, I want you to listen to something. Uh, this Washington Post article, I try not to read the post, but there is an interesting little tidbit in here. People celebrating this today are missing this. They're missing what's really going on. And I'm going to not only play my old prediction, I'm going to make a new one for you. But this is from the article. This is still me live. Agents determined months ago they had assembled a viable criminal case against the younger Biden. But it is ultimately up to the prosecutors at the Justice Department, not agents, to decide whether to file charges in cases where prosecutors believe the evidence is strong enough to lead to a likely conviction at trial. There's been a lot of celebrating today on the right, and they're not understanding it. The FBI said, we have the evidence. We have the info. He did it. Ultimately, it's going to be up to Joe Biden's Joe Biden's aggressively partisan DOJ to decide whether or not they actually bring those charges forward. They can just choose not to bring charges and then there are no charges. Now, that brings me back to something I said in April. April 14th, in case you're wondering the, the validity of this. You want to go verify yourself, go download the podcast, download all the podcasts at iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Back on April 14th, the wonderful oracle, Jesse Kelly, had this to say. Significant thing you should be paying attention to is media organizations who previously went all in to cover up this story are now going all in exposing the story. The New York Times? You can make a valid argument the New York Times has done so much to aid the communists and against us that that, co that entire company should be nationalized and shut down. Who was it that called them the treason times? The New York Times is now reporting on the Hunter Biden stuff? Why? 
Well, remember what I've been telling you. Remember what I've been telling you? There are two parts to this, and there are two parts. And I know this is an outlandish, ridiculous prediction, but I'm sticking with it. The first part is obvious. One of the reasons they're all talking about this now is this actual case has legs, and Hunter Biden might burn. And if, you, you, if you've been one of the media companies that's been covering up the whole time, you look terrible. Hunter Biden might burn. You cheat the IRS out of a million dollars, which it looks like that's what he did at least. They usually come hunting for you. That's one. The second part of this is my prediction. Joe Biden, they're trying to force Joe Biden to resign. Joe Biden is going to resign not long after the midterm elections. And I need to be clear, I've been told this from nobody. It's completely a wild theory of mine. And if he doesn't do it, I'm going to have to come here and sit behind the microphone and own it. Oh, that's going to be brutal. I really like talking about how smart I am. What, Chris? Oh, that's a good idea, Chris. I'll just never talk about it and act like I was right all along like the rest of them. Look, that's what journalist Jesse would do. That was me back in April. I'm going to add to that prediction now. Hunter Biden, even though we have, again, felonies on paper, black and white felonies on paper, Hunter Biden will not be charged for the reasons I just laid out. Though I know the evidence is there. He will not be charged. And Joe Biden, boys, you better write this one down. Hunter Biden will not be charged. And Joe Biden, after the midterms, will... (coughs) develop some health problems, and resign the presidency. Mark my words. That's how the game is played. And I've been telling you why. One of the beautiful things about, well, the only beautiful thing about communism is how many communists it's destroyed too. The communist doesn't get some free pass under communism. He's worshiping uh, destruction, death, misery. Well, destruction, death, and misery don't stop at the communist store either. In the end, all the communists get burned too. All the communists go down too. They they loved Joe Biden so far. Why? Because he's been useful. He's been just as vindictive and nasty. He stepped aside and let the nasty little communists in his White House really run the country and go after his political opponents. But at this point in time, he's so unpopular. He screwed things up so badly. As I said, since I came to office, our economy has created 10 million jobs, 668 manufacturing jobs. Proof. Yeah, nobody, nobody believes that. He's been a disaster. From one end to the other, he's been a disaster. Now, what he's become, he's become a liability to the system. Well, the system isn't loyal because of your past efforts. The system doesn't look at Joe Biden and say, man, you know, he's certainly hurting us now. His approval ratings are in the tank, but he's been good to us. I think I think out of loyalty, we should be good to him. No, that's how you operate. That's how I operate. The system, as soon as you are done being useful to it, they can't chuck you in the garbage disposal fast enough. These Hunter Biden charges would never have even come to light if Joe Biden's approval ratings were 55 to 60% and they were wanting him to keep on the train for another uh, two years at least. Instead, Joe Biden has become a millstone around the neck of Democrats and these charges are only coming to light and they're going to be pushed as a threat to Joe. It's going to be a very, very simple meeting. Joe, 
Do you want your son to come to trial? Do you think the discovery process where we dig through all of Hunter Biden's stuff is going to look good for you personally, Joe? Is that something you want, Joe? Or, or maybe after November, you just kind of resign for whatever reason you want, Joe. It's fine. Look, we'll throw you a big parade. Joe is the best. We love Joe. Don't go, Joe. I just came up with that. That rhyme too, Chris. That was, it was impressive to do that live on the radio. Anyway, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I got, I'm Joe. I got a little cough. I guess I got to go back to Delaware. Headline the next day. Justice Department drops all charges against Hunter Biden. You heard it here first. It's coming. You heard it here first is such a great line, Chris. I wish I'd come up with that line. <laughs> all right. Now. CNN is even saying it. Well, Brianna, this is a very real, very substantial investigation of potentially serious federal crimes. We are seeing federal prosecutors in Delaware do exactly what you would expect to see federal prosecutors do in this situation. They're talking to witnesses. They're bringing people into the grand jury. They're issuing subpoenas. And I would expect, as Evan reported, they're now gaining steam and they need to make a decision, I think, in the at least intermediate future. This case has been going on for four years, and there is a realistic chance this could result in federal charges. Of course, then we'd be in unprecedented political territory, not legal territory, but a situation of having potentially the Justice Department prosecuting and trying to imprison the son of the president. Oh, oh, it's not going to be unprecedented territory because the charges are going to go away, and so is Joe. And I know you. I know that means dome in there, and then they'll put the rear admiral Buck gig as, as his. It'll be a disaster. It is the Jesse Kelly show, Chris. It was actually hard for me to cut in on that song. I love that song. I, you know what? We should cover that song for our band, Delirious Consequences. What, Chris? I haven't worked on the notes yet. What? That one or Kid Rock's? Okay, I like the original better, but Kid Rock did a good job. That's a good song. That's a good song. Every one of those songs makes you feel good. If you don't feel good, I mean, you, you watch The View or something like that. All right, well, this isn't going to make you feel good, but we have to unpack something here. There's a bunch of different things. And like a, like a, like a, who are those people? What do you call people, Chris, who make quilts? My grandma made quilts. Weavers or something? Knitters? I don't think knitter is right, Chris. Chris, I can guess. Do you think you can look it up? Don't just keep throwing out words. You know what? Never mind. Never mind. Anyway, I can tie things together. All right. I'm not master. That's what I am. I'm, an, I'm naughty. What? No, wait. That, that didn't work either. Anyway, I got this email. Jesse, I watched the start of the Ken Burns' latest doc- documentary about the Holocaust. What was supposed to be a documentary about the Holocaust Sure felt a lot like a giant propaganda campaign comparing Nazis to me and my beliefs the whole time. I know the left has always compared us to Nazis, but the hits are starting to hit a little harder now. Seeing documentaries made about how evil you are and a president of the United States calling you an enemy of the state is pretty scary stuff. I fear that if they don't turn down the temperature in the very near future, people are going to start killing each other in mass. Why do they want this? Let's set the question aside for a moment. Just, just set that aside. Nazi. You've heard that so much. You, there's simply no question you've been called that by somebody. Whether it's on social media, cousin, maybe you sent your daughter off to some liberal school and she went crazy. Somebody's called you a Nazi or a white supremacist or a racist. Someone has called you that. What's going on there? 
Okay, take that. Put that in your back pocket here. What's going on there? We have to do a couple different things. One, here's a headline. FBI raids the home of pro-life activists and demands others turn themselves in. Maybe you're thinking this is that one I already talked about on the show, Mark Houck. No, no, no. There's a new one. His name's Chet Gallagher. He went to a uh, building where they had plan- uh, uh, abortion clinics. What did he do there? He prayed and sang worship songs and told women they had options. That's what he did. The FBI just sent 20 more agents to his house. Now, that would surprise people who don't listen to the show. But if you do listen to the show, you very much remember what I said back on September 26th after they raided the first guy. This is going to start happening more and more. Understand that there's not some pendulum swing happening here. Oh, they've taken it too far. I hear people comfort themselves with this all the time. They've taken it too far. It's going to swing back the other way. That's not how corrupt late stage republics operate. It's not a pendulum system where it's going too far this way and it's going to go right back that way. Anyway, That's not how it goes. It gets worse and worse and worse and worse from here. Told you. Okay, hold on, hold on. There's, there's more. I've, I've got, look, again, I'm a, a not person, Chris. That's what we decided. We're, I'm, a, I do, I, I'm tying things together. So stay with me, okay? So we have the email about them calling us Nazis. Then we have the FBI stepping things up. Now, a couple other things. Here's a headline. This may seem unrelated. Boutique law firm in Miami joins Trump's legal fight after others steer clear. A boutique. Okay, so just a smaller law firm and all the other big law firms rejected. Okay, one more thing. Only one more thing to tie together. All right. Headline from the NPR. After a deadly mass shooting, the DOJ is launching an anti-hate initiative. And they're talking about the mass shooting in Buffalo, the one that targeted a black supermarket. And they go on to talk about how the Justice Department is marshalling its resources, which is, man, that's kind of vague, isn't it? What does that mean, you're marshalling resources? Huh. As part of the initiative's programming, the U.S. Attorney's Office will begin to engage with communities across Western New York in hopes that deepening the connections in the community will encourage them to report acts of hate. Well, that doesn't sound bad. I mean, how could that be bad? And what does that have to do with anything else? Don't, don't, we, want a, don't we want a deeper connection with the DOJ? What's wrong with me? Am I out there just seeing dark things out of nowhere? I'll tell you exactly how all that stuff ties together. And then we're going to have some fun. Somebody wrote me a poem and all kinds of things. All that's still to come. Before I get to any of that, let me do something real quick. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Reminder, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Ask me anything, but get your questions in right now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. In case you're just joining us real quick, I took four totally, seemingly different things. We're about to tie them together. The first one was an email about them calling us Nazis, and they consider us Nazis. They keep comparing us to Nazis. 
The second one was the FBI. They didn't back off after raiding the home of one pro-lifer. They just raided the home of another. Another one's about Donald Trump. He can't get any of the big law firms to take him on. Some smaller firm in Miami had to take him on. And the final one is after a deadly mass shooting, the DOJ is looking to ingrain itself in the community to root out hate. Have you tied it together yourself? I gave you a chance. You figured out what you're seeing. What you're seeing right now is something we've talked a lot about. And they all, every single one of these things brings us back to it. Every single one. What's happening is this. The communists in this country, they, they're in a unique position now. One they haven't been in before. Remember, they started out as just low-life tr- street scum. Trying to get in. So they eventually figured out, hey, we need to get in the schools and whatnot. They, it took them a long, long time working their way through each and every institution before they could get to where they are now. And where are they now? Nationally, not locally, but nationally, they control everything. And I mean everything. From the education system to the entertainment, sports, politics, the corporate world, scared to death of them. They run it all. Well, you, because, of, because, because you're a person on the right, however you consider yourself, libertarian, conservative, a nationalist, whatever you consider yourself, you don't necessarily think about using power. We brag about it, right? This is part of our demise. We brag about it. That's what I won't do. Listen to Bill Barr bragging about, well, hell, I, I'm attorney general. Don't worry. I won't do anything about it. What happened to the president in the 2016 election and throughout the first two years of his administration was abhorrent. The proper investigative and prosecutive standards of the Department of Justice were abused in order to reach a particular result. We saw two different standards of justice emerge, one that applied to President Trump and the other that applied to everybody else. We can't allow this ever to happen again. But this cannot be, and it will not be, a tit-for-tat exercise. We are not going to lower the standards just to achieve a result. The only way to stop this vicious cycle, the only way to break away from a dual system of justice is to make sure that we scrupulously apply the single and proper standard of justice. How'd that work out? The difference in philosophies is this. If you're on the right, you probably have, or at least have had, a philosophy of hands off, government out of my business, government, hey, nope, don't do that, government shouldn't do anything. Well, that's fine. I mean, that's good if, if, you are, if you're in a country with a small government. The problem is this. The communists would never even consider not using their power. The communists believe in using power for two things. Reward your friends, smash your enemies. So now that the communists have control of every single cultural institution, here's what they're doing. And this goes way beyond the FBI. Obviously, the FBI story is part of this. Way beyond the FBI. Why won't any law firms, why won't any big law firms take on Donald Trump? That's an extremely prestigious thing no matter where you fall. Donald Trump's president or former president of the United States of America He's probably the most famous person on the planet. No matter what, 
The philosophy is supposed to be everyone's entitled to legal rep- representation, and yet big law firms won't touch him. Okay. Now, one more thing. The supermarket. The supermarket story. There's a, a shooting in a black supermarket. Now the DOJ is trying to ingrain itself in, in the community. If you're paying attention, all four things make perfect sense. They're not trying to beat you politically. This is what we miss, and this is why we lose. They're not concerned about the midterms. I mean, they are, but not. it doesn't govern their thinking the way you do or the way I do. They don't think about things in short term like that. Oh, I hope you don't lose enough seats at the midterms. They don't look at the struggle they're in as being some political struggle that, that is going to be decided during the next election. They now hold every single cultural institution. And because they hold every single cultural institution, they are going to, from this point forward, they are going to make you out to be an enemy of the state so you can then be smashed like an enemy of the state deserves to be smashed because you have no problem with the FBI raiding the home of an enemy of the state, right? If Osama bin Laden was alive today and he was uh, uh, living in Mobile, Alabama and hiding, he'd probably have a hard time there. But if he was living in Mobile and the FBI raided his home, you wouldn't have any problem with that, would you? No, because he's an enemy of the state. Oh, you wouldn't have any problem. You know what? Okay, boom. FBI raids raids bin Laden's home in Mobile, Alabama. And now bin Laden, he was a rich guy. He wants some legal representation. You would probably be very okay with none of the big law firms taking him on, right? Of course, because he's an enemy of the state, just like they just did to Trump. And something else. The DOJ. You know what they announced? We arrested bin Laden. We got him, guys. But we are told a bunch of his people, his second in command, his third in command, they're also in Alabama. So what we're going to do is we're going to ingrain ourselves with the community. We're really going to get together with the community really closely. and We're going to ingrain ourselves and we're going to make sure we can find out who the others are and where they are. You'd have no problem with that. Because they're enemies of the state. Well, here's the problem. That enemy is you. What's the DOJ doing in New York? They're going to start getting into neighborhoods and making sure your neighbor is ready to inform on you, just like every corrupt communist state police agency does. They're going to make sure your neighbor, your coworker, he's a willing informant. Do you have any idea how many Stasi-affiliated people there were in East Germany. It's not just that the Stasi was so big. There were so many informants from the Stasi. We're still figuring out who they were to this day because the Stasi were trying to shred documents on the way out the door. It was practically everyone. Jesse, it wouldn't happen to me. Jesse, it won't be my neighbor. It won't be my Facebook friend. It won't be my manager at work. Yes, it will. What you're seeing is not some pendulum swing that's going to change based on midterm elections or 2024. What you're seeing is a slow, steady effort by the communists to take that power that they have acquired for themselves, taking over everything and clinching it around your neck. Don't think that could happen? Okay. 
Go look up St. Louis COVID leak. That should probably be enough. Go do an internet search for St. Louis COVID leak. They uh, asked for tips on people who were violating COVID rules. And eventually they leaked the list of people who reported. It was neighbor ratting on neighbor. Coworker ratting on coworker. You must understand in a corrupt, rotted system, when the government gets aggressive and violent and scary and it's corrupt and rotted, people will line up to inform on whoever the enemies of the state are. Which, if that's Osama bin Laden, that ain't so bad. It gets a lot worse when it turns out to be you and me. That's what's happening right now. Menu Whisper. What are the odds the FBI gets involved with, quote, protecting the midterm ballots? Seems like they're trying to evoke us on the right to do something wrong, something stupid. Messing with elections has already been proven to elicit a so-called insurrection. How far will the Gestapo go? Well, really far. I don't know that they'll do anything in the midterms. I doubt it, but... The FBI already got involved in the last two elections. Wrap your mind around that. The FBI got involved in the last two. They were involved in 2016. They practically worked for the Hillary Clinton campaign. In 2016, they lied to the FISA court to get a warrant to spy on Trump's campaign. And then, well, do I have to remind you what Mark Zuckerberg just got done saying? Hunter Biden's story is getting ready to come out in the New York Post. It's not even out yet, but it's getting ready to come out. The FBI was clearly spying on the reporters, which is that in and of itself is amazing. So they preempted the story by going to Facebook and telling Facebook they wanted them to stop it. How do you guys handle things when they're a, a big news item that's controversial? Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New York Post. Yeah. So you guys censored that as well. So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some some folks on our team. It was like, hey, um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of um, uh, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got it. I got it. Share this at all. The FBI, knowing the Hunter Biden story was coming, went to Facebook and said, hey, not that we know anything, <clears throat> but uh there's going to be some Russian disinformation dropping soon. Something about Hunter Biden. Anyway, you should definitely know it's it's definitely the Russians. Have a good one, guys. So when someone writes in and tells me they're going to protect the midterms, I say, yeah, they did it the last two elections. Of course they are. What are they going to do? I don't know. I don't know. But this goes back to what we were just talking about. When you take over every single part of the system, every single part of it, it gives you the freedom to use whatever parts of it you can to hang on to power and to smash your enemies. Well, when you have the FBI, look, maybe you, if I put you in charge of the FBI right now, 
you probably wouldn't walk into the FBI and assemble all the department heads and say, hey, guys, listen, who's on the menu? Democrats. Drop all those child predators and mafia guys. We're not worried about any of that. I want to hear your plan for attacking Democrats tomorrow. I want arrest warrants and raids. You wouldn't do that. But here's, here's the thing. I'm glad you don't think like that. It would never occur to the communists who run the FBI and the DOJ to not do that. They don't look at the country like you look at the country as this wonderful place they want to preserve and save for their kids and grandkids. All they see is money and power and friends and enemies, and they look at it like it's some TV soap opera. They don't have some value system like you have inside. When you own the FBI, if you're a communist, you use the FBI. When you own the late-night comedy shows, you use the late-night comedy shows. When you own the Hollywood, you use Hollywood. When you own the presidency, you use the presidency. As soon as you no longer have the presidency, you just go back to using everything else you have. When you own the IRS, you use the IRS. When you own uh, the teaching profession, you don't go, well, I'm a, I'm a third-grade teacher who's a communist. I'll try to keep that out of the curriculum, though. That is the curriculum if you're a communist. They don't believe in not using power. We believe in that. And that's why that's part of the reason why we're here. Look, we're going to have to own the failures of our own philosophy. I mean, you heard Bill Barr. I've made fun of him for it a thousand times. There's not going to be a tit for tat. We have to stop this vicious cycle. Yeah? How'd that go? Did the communists respect that virtue? Look, hey, guys, we took over the DOJ, but Bill Barr didn't use it, so we won't use it either, guys. We got to stop the cycle. Now, Merrick Garland kicked in the door of the DOJ and said, I'm King effing Kong. Republicans are going down. And now FBI, they're raiding pro-life homes. All right. Protect yourself, all right? It's a scary world out there. And with them encouraging all this violence at the bottom, that only gets worse because, again, you have all this vile street scum who they hear you're a Nazi every day. They want to go do something about it. 